Marvel DC Marvel DC Marvel DC Marvel DC DC Marvel 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 No read image We create our own realities and words. That's disgusting. Hello. That's disgusting. Hello. Hey everybody. Welcome to the Geek Chat. Welcome to the Geek Chat. Welcome to the Geek Chat. The Geek Chat. Hey, 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 everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Geek Chat. I'm your host, Desmond, and with me, as always, is my co-host. My co-host. Oh, I can talk now? Yes, you can. Okay. Hi. Yes. It's that platypus, Rich. Hi. How are y'all doing tonight? Uh, I'm sure they're doing mighty fine, Rich. Oh, that's and good. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. I um, want to give you a quick note that this will be our last a live show uh, oh, for the season. Um, that makes me sad. It makes me sad too. I mean, after twenty episodes, we've really you know gotten to know these lovely people who who listen to us on a regular basis. So thank you so much. You know those people that listen to us. We love you a lot. So <laughs> thank you so much for tuning in every Monday. Uh, You're going to get the next seven. couple weeks off. Yes, yes. Uh, we're going to take a couple weeks off. We're going to retune the show, and then we're going to come back live in mid-January with some new content and some new stuff for you guys. So please stay tuned. We will be also um, doing our point five on Thursday. Uh, it'll be on Friday this time. Um, we're trying to switch it over because with next season, uh, Heroes of Tomorrow starts. So I mean, it's literally going to be a TV show, a superhero TV show every day of the week, we're thinking. Um, so in order to cover them all, we wanted to do it on Fridays. So we're going to have Monday uh, be the Geek Chat. Live. Uh, live. And then on Fridays, we're going to have our point five, which is going to be about all the fantastical TV shows coming off of their break. And that won't be live. And that will not be live. That will be recorded. And all the stuff that we do will be on our uh, SoundCloud page. All you have to do is go to SoundCloud.com, search The Geek Chat, and uh, you can listen to all of our past episodes. Uh, this is the last show of our third season. And then when we start in January, the beginning of our fourth season. We're going to shoot to try to do uh, two seasons a year, so please stay tuned. But again, we will have some new content, and that will be posted um, randomly. Uh, yeah, randomly. So <laughs> we'll, we'll give you we'll give you a little bit of information about when it's going to be. Where you know. can they go to get that information? Uh, they can go to the Facebook uh, group, uh, the Geek Chat. So go to Facebook in the groups section and search the Geek Chat, and you can join the conversation. Uh, we post everything there. We have lengthy conversations with the listeners, and it's it's a lot of fun. So, uh, again, uh, let's go ahead and get started talking about these fantastical magical books that we call comics. So rich. What else would we call them? We would call them floppies. That's floppies. Another, that's another word they call it. Floppies. Yeah, they call them floppies. So, alrighty, rich. So, what is a book that you enjoyed or that you would like to talk about? Because I know you that there was this a was a rough week for me in books. <sighs> rough. Like last week, week for me, right? R last week I enjoyed books. Yeah, last, last week you didn't. Yeah, last week was kind of rough for this me. This week was a rough week for I me. I mean, there were some books that, that could have been better, but overall I think this week was a little bit better than last week. So, Well, since you had a book you clearly nope, liked. No, you go first. I'll go first. You go first. So it's funny. The one book I really enjoyed is not even a Marvel, DC, or Image book. 
um that's i think that's gonna be a a new thing i i think it's gonna be a trend with um uh, image their their titles coming out more regularly this new company aftershock idw boom i mean marvel and dc are not the only game in town and they haven't been for a very long time um and i just really hope that people will kind of veer away from that and look into these more independent books because there's a lot of good stuff out there. Yeah, I, did, did you you read this right? Did yep. you read this? Oh yeah, I read it. So the book I'd like to talk about is creepy as shit. We, yeah, we briefly uh, spoke about last Monday, and it's called Insects, and it's by Aftershock Comics, which is the new uh, publication. It is creator and writer is Marguerite Bennett, Ariel, Ariella, Christentina did the art. Brian Valenza was the colorist and a larger world did the letters. That's their, it's like VC. Now we have a larger world. So we'll have to look up who is in a larger world. The book is like he said, it it is kind of creepy. We learn that these two ladies kind of like each other. Yeah. They more than kind of like each other. Uh, yeah, there there's straight up naked boobies in this book. It's uh got a lot of stuff going on in it. <laughs> it's got a lot of stuff going on in this book. I was, I mean, well, it's set in the past, eighteen ninety four London, and we meet this woman who is married to a man who only wanted her for the dowry, and he makes no, like he admits it. Look, I married you. For the money. That was it. Um, and he has his way with the servants and he abuses them. And this woman is in love with her chambermaid. Would that be the right uh, word? It's chambermaid. Use? Yeah. Um, and the chambermaid says, I'm going to offer you something that you really want. And a bug bites her. And then she is incubating this weird pod and they actually give it to the husband well no it's they like had sex first the two women had sex and she gave her the pod through her mouth through her mouth yes and you could see her her neck all bulging and, and then stuff her, as her it's going into boobie. her stomach and what i loved uh, we'll talk about the art afterwards because i think the art really fit this story um the man the husband they do it and I'm not going to ruin what happens, but it straight out of some horror film. And that's why I love this book. It had the art is just I think we should talk about what happens. You really want me to ruin it for everyone? <laughs> yes, cuz I was like I was expecting us to talk about it because I was not expecting this. It's like it's like an insect s- alien almost. Aliens. Yeah, exactly. It's like insect and like aliens in which so, so real the, quick, the baby ahead, that the baby that she has inside of her this pod it actually gets put into the man and then explodes out of his belly. Yeah, it's like he gives birth to this giant egg. And then, of course, she tears it apart, yeah, rips she bites, it open. She bites open the she egg. tears it apart, and there's the baby. And there's like a baby boy. But all you notice all their eyes are like like hexagons. That's because, what I was going to say. The art they're is all amazing. Like, it looks like a bug's eye, like yeah, a, a fly's eye. It's just It was just creepy because like... 
because like first they're having sex and then like she passes the egg and through her mouth and she's like it's all good and they're like yay it's like it's incubating and then the other one she has sex with her husband and then like passes it on to him and then he's all like you've done something to me you whore blah 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 i'm gonna kill you and he's all vomiting and stuff and then out of nowhere poop you know pop it's like all this blood's everywhere and they pull and they open it up and there's this like little his rib cage or is burst open. yeah there's like this little male baby and then they're like hi we're gonna be a family yep, and one half happy family yeah and, they, and they, but they have like butterfly wings and stuff it's yeah. bizarre i was like the art wow. is amazing and i read this right after i read catwoman which we're going to review catwoman 47 which isn't a new number one but it's a new direction for the book and des really likes the book so I, he made me read it now ew <laughs> the art in insects is clean and the use of color is very they the shadows in the book and the way the creep factor is with the blood, like it all works. Yeah, the colors are a little bit muted. You notice uh-huh. that too? Uh, the colors were a little bit muted, um, but that, it, I mean, it works with it. It's it's very, it's clean, but it's still sort of dreamlike with the colors, um, especially, especially the, the love. Sex especially the, the love scene. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's the, there ain't no love there. That's a sex scene. They were having, no. They were making love. Yes. When she was having sex with that guy, that was sex. Yeah. She was all trying to impregnate him. But the other one that was very that was beautiful, you know, scene between these two insect like women, you know, having sex. And then like last week's book had a preview for this. This week's book or uh, insects has a preview for Super Zero, which comes out this Wednesday, which looks great. I the last page of the preview is why I'm going to read this book, because it has this cat, a bird, a mouse, and a dog, and little um, superhero space. Girl. No, there's yeah, there's space suits. Yeah, but they're in space suits, but then there's like a little girl who's like a superhero. superhero. Yeah, I don't know, it's crazy. But but it's written by who's written by? Uh, uh, it's Jimmy Palmati yes. and Amanda Connor, yeah, and I was just like, wow, okay, so it's a superhero book with very weird anamorphic um, astronauts. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, I'll check it out. That sounds fun. <laughs> yeah, so far, two books we've read by Aftershock, and we've liked both of them. Oh, they've been completely different. That's the thing. It's like the first one with Replica was like straight science fiction. This is like gothic horror, and then with like a weird... Gothic lesbian yeah, horror. Yeah, with like insect type stuff. And then we have this new one, which is going to be straight up uh, si- superhero. Uh, superhero. But we're going to probably have a little bit of a twist to it, but I'm like, wow. I I can't wait to see what, uh, what else looks like. Yeah. I interesting very very good book uh since uh rich mentioned catwoman uh we're gonna go ahead and talk about that one next um it's catwoman number 47 right yeah so let them all know why like go into a little why we're reading it sure you started it yeah so the reason why we're reading it is because um as far as you know um oh maybe you don't know um Selena Kyle is Catwoman, and she was the leader of a mob fraction. Um, the faction, Calabrese. sorry. Yeah, and she was like the head of the mob, and there was this, a whole thing going on with mob warfare between her and the Penguin and Black Mask and, this, and a Japanese organization. And she was trying to live her life, a double life, as the, as the uh, godmother of this um, people, of, of this, of this you know, mob and still be Catwoman, and there was a lot of intrigue and whatnot, but I guess it didn't test well or whatever because that whole, 
that whole storyline was abandoned and wrapped up and they changed the uh they completely changed the creative team so this is a new uh jump on jumping on point and creative team um for Catwoman and she is back to basics literally it's like it's back to being a cat burglar uh stealing from the rich giving to the poor sort of um so yeah if you liked old school Catwoman um this is her uh the new writer is Frank Terry artist by Anaki Miranda colors by Eva de la Cruz letters by Travis Lanham uh but yeah this is um it's uh back to basics it really is a back to basics i mean the whole story is about her stealing a jewel from a a crazy russian uh nikolai the bear and um she has a friend and who she's uh, we i've never met before oracle light uh no well yeah she's Oracle Light but the guy that the, the guy that she meets the mustache oh, quote Frankie unquote the mustache or whatever it is yeah like they're good Michael friends the but the only problem is like they're good friends but I can't remember the character or if this is the first time we're seeing her because she's out of Gotham now she's back she's in the Brooklyn um but the guy wants he's dying and wants her to steal something and she's like sure but then he's she goes back after she's of course she's stolen it because she's the best cat burglar ever um he like dies. He's he's found dead because he was dying anyway because he had stomach cancer. And it was all set up. And it was all set up. So it's it's classic, you know, um, thieving type of tale in which you know you're hired to do a job, then you're set up double cross, and now she has to find out two things: who set her up and like who killed her friend. So I mean, it's it's a very by the numbers uh, story. Um, I don't know if there's going to be twists or turns or whatnot. Um, but this is what we got now. Um, I, for one, am sorry to see the mob uh, angle go because I really liked that tale of her being part of, you know, a crime family and having to sort of balance that life. Um, but I guess it just went on for a little too long or, or whatnot. So that's kind of where we're at now. So it's a little bit more of the same with DC. I mean, I don't I don't know. Uh, is it good or bad? I think I'm just kind of indifferent at the moment. It's not a bad story by any means. I, I, I'm a fan of Frank Terry's work. It just seems like this is very by the numbers. Um, I will probably pick up the next one for two reasons. I'm a Catwoman fan, and it's two ninety nine. So <laughs> what were your thoughts, Rich? I read this because he made me read this. Wow. And I wish I could get back that five minutes. It wasn't that bad, was it? I thought it was. Let me tell you. I'm gonna, I, I just want to pick up on what you were saying. So fans want the same old, same old, and and I guess I'm one of them, but I'm not. Like I think they go too far with some of the new Fifty Two stuff. Mm-hmm. It's too far out of what it was. And I know DC is really trying to find something. They're throwing everything they can at the wall to see what sticks. Now this Catwoman as the mob boss, good idea. I don't know if maybe the art turned people off. The art was pretty if solid, though. That was the problem. It was, was if it's a hard-boiled detective book. For mm. a Catwoman book, people expect certain things. Oh, uh, maybe. So, oh, yeah, no, I agree it, with you. It saddened me that they went back, and I got to tell you, this is not even a by the numbers. This is so generic. It <laughs> could be any, anyone in, in her suit right now, it, literally. You could stick in uh, Red Sonia, the same 
trope would work with Red Sonia. Reading this was so bad beyond the number. It, it just it did not work. The colors did not work. The art is is better than it has been. I did like the fact that in the one panel she's surprised and you can see it in her eye and I thought that was pretty cool when she's taken on the the bear guy. You know, she's back in costume, she's back to being a thief. That's what people want. The story on the other hand was like to- you saw what was coming at the end. Yeah, you really did. And you did. the fact that I got done reading it and I looked at Coog and I'm like, "Oh my god." Like it's so such a generic ending. I don't care don't care who set her up. I just feel like you can't have both. You can't have new because people won't like it. But then when you give them the old, it's not what they want. Well, because Does that make sense? Well, because this old is just not this old is not treading any new water. No, you can do fresh old. You can take something, you can make her a cat burglar, but you need to find that angle because so many people have written her and I still think that the Darwin Cook stuff I agree. stands out as to how to take a character that's been used through many years and put a fresh spin on it. I just, I don't know, I did not like this issue at all and I thought the ending was just, I got done and I'm like, I don't care who framed her. I don't <laughs> don't care. And I love Frank Thierry's writing. I loved his Marvel stuff. Like he can write detective stuff mm-hmm. he can write no that. i agree and i i don't know here i am on one point i i want to read about catwoman as well i have not liked anything they've done though ah i have to disagree i like the i like the mob stuff because it was different it was new oh, no. for her the character it was until but they the brought in the same so when it comes to the families of and this is what bugged me about the catwoman stuff when it comes to the families of gotham it's been done, and it's been done better. Like okay. you had, they're even touching on it on the Gotham TV show. Yeah, with they the are. families of Gotham. But now in the New Fifty Two, we have no clue what families are what. So you can do it, and I think the mob angle and the fact that she was now—I mean, it's a little cheesy. You roll your eyes. The fact that it was the lion, and she's Catwoman, and that was the daughter, and I was like, oh my god, okay. But yes, the mob had potential but for me as i was reading it that potential like with black mask this is where uh, dc really failed because i liked the old history with black mask and the torture and the relationship that they had and then to wash that all away and then to start it back up fresh i was just like yeah they really should have kept that background with them some of it Or, or, or or changed it up just a little bit i think that's the thing it's like Certain things were with DC were held on un, un withable and then other stuff was uh, just uh, like uh, whatever, uh, just do whatever you want, blah, you know. But I don't know. I mean, I'll see where it goes. It's just the first issue. I'll I'll read the next one just to see what's just to see what's up. So, but again, uh, this was safe. Oh, why is she a goth girl? She looked like death in it. I oh. mean, I no. Okay, <laughs> so. <laughs> Another number one. I'm going to be Debbie Downer tonight. He is going to be Debbie. So get your get your Prozac, y'all. I hated this issue. And I didn't hate. We'll talk about it. So the book we're going to review now is Scarlet Witch number one. And I've been looking forward to this book until I read it today. So the writer is James Robinson. Very good writer. Great writer. Artist is Vanessa Del Rey. Colorist is Jordi Belair. And the letterer, letterer is VCs Corey Pettit. 
Now, originally we saw the beautiful Kevin Wada cover on this, and then they made that the variant, and the cover they chose was um, David Aja, who is known for his Hawkeye stuff. Looking at this cover, I was like, okay. Then you open it up, and you're like, oh, <laughs> her face melts in most of the panels like it just is I think they're trying to get they were trying to give it a much more ethereal look to her um with it because if you notice her 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 face is the, the her face is really soft uh the lines around her face are really soft the panel in which see and look look at how her colors kind of try to pop off the page yeah but her face else. is melting what that's is what I mean her face? I think they're trying to give for her face uh one of the pages where at the bottom it says too many cats or whatever that's the splash page and uh, what she's walking down the street Yeah, about the death of many cats. with her with her very casual clothing you notice that uh-huh. <laughs> she has very she has very casual clothing you know she, she is the most sensibly dressed superhero i have seen with her flats and everything so tell them about the book no what's no you about? do it you do it tell them about the book magic's broken she wants to go find out what happens oh um so wiccan being a gay man uses that kind of witchcraft which tunes into your womanhood like what did you catch that no i missed that i i really missed that i i, I would have i mean i thought the story wasn't that bad i mean no for the story it was it was it, it wasn't it okay. was just the art that really took you out of it is what you're trying to say oh, well, you know because yes. at, at first see that was the thing when i started reading it that's the thing about about a good writer, because a good writer can can help you transcend art. <laughs> I'm serious, because there have been some writers that I've read, and the art just by looking at it without reading the words, just, it was just like ugh. And then like I started reading the book, and then the art just really just kind of fell away, or or it or it fit the tone of the story. Um, when she was fighting the demon at the end, I thought that portion of it really ca- the, of the artwork kind of worked with that and i was like okay you know i'm i'm getting this but just the kind of mundane everyday scenes of her life just really didn't work um for me i thought you would be happy to see agatha agatha back you know with her being a disembodied ghost I, I thought she looked really good you know for a dead girl or dead woman i mean she looked really pretty i was like hey and like how they have the jabs to each other, like the jabs against each other about like how she killed her and all this other stuff. And she's like, yeah, is do she you remember that? Um, I don't remember. Uh, um, I don't, I don't remember that. Um, I'm sure, uh, Roger is listening and Roger can, uh, mention Roger. When you listen to this mention in the, um, in the geek chat, Facebook group, uh, when, when Agatha, Agatha died or, and if, uh, Wanda. No, I want I want Roger to do it. Roger is like an encyclopedia of all things Avengers. So I will say I liked how they finally they're trying really to nail down her powers by saying, you know, the ability I got at birth allows me to break the laws of physics and scientific absolutes. Levitation, transformation, teleportation, and such other things with Asian. So it was here that she says their power and intensity are linked to the energy of Earth and womankind. Revered by ancient pagan faiths, feared by men. What's this say about her son? And how come just you got because vagina magic? Gay, I know I, that kind of bugged me. Eh. Uh, Frank. Uh, Frank said in the uh, in the chat room. Thank you, Frank. That uh, she was killed in um, uh, disassembled. 
So that's when Wanda killed her. Yes. That's when Wanda went crazy and killed, killed everybody. Bunch of people. Yeah. Everyone Thank you, a, Frank. Everyone gets a free pass, you know. She got a c- bunch of free passes. Yeah, she did. She done fucked a lot of people over. But um, it but for me, me oh, go go ahead. Ahead. No, no. Go it just oh. makes me sad that we like. Okay, so this artist is on number one, and now we have no clue what number two is going to look like. I really, honestly think, and this is from hearing customers come in. I really think that a different artist every issue is going to kill this book. I agree. Because people are not going to be, people are not going to know what to expect, um, and, it, and it, if they're going to go by that, well, I mean, yeah, that that could be a thing. But the th- here's the thing that kills me is if there's like a, if it's a continual arc, I think it would hurt more because people might opt in and out depending on the artwork. And right. just like I said earlier, um, I think a story can help you transcend the art, but a lot of people don't do that in my opinion mm-hmm. they look at the book and they look at the artwork and if the artwork doesn't sing to them or it doesn't really catch their eyes they're probably not going to buy it unless it's something that they really really want or a character that they really really like now you know what i think the artist from uh insects, insects? yeah would be beautiful I on this book 100 percent agree um if that artist and that style was on this book i think it would have made it even better uh, one thing that I enjoyed yes. um, was that if you've been reading uh, Stephen Strange or Doctor Strange, um, they've been talking about how magic is changing or shifting or breaking. So, and and you saw in the third issue of Doctor Strange uh, that there is a, a reality in which science or science has dictated that all magic must die. And they've been going around purging realities of various magic users. So am I thinking, is that what's going to happen? And I really hope so, because I would love, 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 love if they did a magic uh, crossover with all the magic users. Remember the um, when they did it with uh, four of them? No, no, no. Remember when they did um, (laughs) uh, the Hercules crossover that no one read by Van Lucent? And it was uh, Hercules and he went and it was all the Pantheon gods and they fought the... um, the uh the Japanese god of death or of fear, and he got powerful. See, no one read it, but it, it was, was horrible. I loved. Are you serious? You didn't like it because Corey Mann did the art, but it was awesome. I thought that was great. It was it was small. It was self contained. It made Thor. It made it made Hercules super god for a while. If they did something like that with uh with Doctor Strange, a small self contained, um a small self contained uh crossover with like him and Scarlet Witch. And if they had Brother Voodoo in it and Doctor Doom, I think that would be really, really fun to have something like that and really let the magic users of Marvel shine. Well, Frank really liked Chaos War as well. Thank you. Thank you, Frank. Frank, he's my buddy. You both are on my shit list still. <laughs> That's because you won't build a snowman with us. <laughs> Speaking of snowmen, uh, uh, that was just a really horrible way to transition into Secret Wars. Because uh, we're going to talk about that next. We are. Yeah. So Secret Wars, number eight, which was supposed to be the final issue, but is not, uh, came out. Um, <laughs> it was finally released after being postponed. Uh, I think this was supposed to be out in August. I'm sure. I'm sure it was. You know, people have had babies, you know, from, from, from conception to birth, you know, for as long as it's taken to get this book out. You realize that, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, writer and designer was Jonathan Hickman. Artist was Isad Ribic. Color artist was Eve Savorsina. Uh, letters was Chris Lapolis. 
And uh, yeah, covered by the famous, fabulous Alex Ross. Secret Wars number eight. Um, yeah, Doom. Doom takes it to Thanos, rips his spine out. How cool was that? You know when when uh, and then when Thanos brings the annihilation wave, and Thanos is like talking all that smack about uh about Doom and how he how he was like a pathetic god and blah 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 and like you suck and when I had the Infinity Gauntlet I was better than you and your mama's fat and all that stuff. Is that what happened in it? And then and then uh, Doom was like Infinity Gauntlet. Do you have the Infinity Gauntlet? And Thanos was like no. And then he reached in and pulled out his spine. I was like shut him up. Thank you. <laughs> That was the best thing Doom had ever did. Seriously. I'm so tired of Thanos. Seriously. Um, seriously? Seriously. I'm seriously. tired of him. So for that, I, I enjoyed it. But for the rest of the issue, I was like, eh. And why did why did Ben Grimm, super tall Ben Grimm, let himself get blasted by, you know, giant robot Galactus? Because you know he's like a giant robot being controlled by Franklin Richards. It's really weird. It's this weird kind of pseudo-Japanese you know, giant robot mech thing. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, but I don't know. And then having uh, um, Namor and Black Panther show up with the, with the, with the zombies. And that, that, that was, that gave zoom, uh, doom, that gave doom, a, a, a like cause to be alarmed. I, I don't know. It just, it just means is, is, is it because doom can't use as much power as he wants to, because he's, he's tethered to the molecule man you know it just makes me think like if there's not an unlimited power supply that doom has to call forth call forth his godly powers is, is what it shows me um uh but the one thing that i did enjoy that i thought was fantastic was when uh the world tree yadrasil turned into groot i thought that was pretty cool i thought it was a good i thought it was a fun little episode you know scene in the show so what did you think, Rich? He's looking at me like completely bored out of his mind to tears. He, he, I'm assuming he was not impressed. How did you think about it, Rich? So um, the next book we're going to review is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Batman. No, go back. <laughs> what did you think about Secret Wars? Honestly, I don't give two shits right now. I know I'm supposed to love it and it's supposed to be the greatest thing ever. But if this shit was put out on time, I would care. But I really do not care. I don't I don't care at all. I read part of it and then the rest I'm listening to as to what happened. Come on. No, I mean it. I swear to God, do not care. I've moved on. I've moved on so much. Um I looked through it. I saw the, you know, getting the skeleton pulled out and woo and Franklin Richards and Valeria looking exactly like her mother but with no boobs and <laughs> he can't, Frank. He just wants to build a snowman. That's all he wants to do. I hate you too so much, <laughs> motherfuckers. Um, no, so I'm not whining. Here's the thing. This story went on too long. I've already moved on to all the brand new titles. The fact that Thanos has died in Secret Wars means nothing. I'm sorry. I just I don't care. I, when the nine comes out, I'll be the same way with the number nine. You know what you're like? What? You're like that partner that broke up with someone, but they keep coming around and like, hey, look what I did. And you're like, I don't care. And you're like, no, 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 no. Check this out. And you're like, no, I don't care. But, but, but I've moved on. But, but it's, it's you, not me. <laughs> <laughs> totally what you sound like right now. I love it. I love it. Uh, so thank you so much for tuning in. And for you guys who are just tuning in, uh, this We're is. We're done? 
No, 30 minute mark. <laughs> so this is the Geek Chat. I'm your host, Desmond. And with me as always is, is my sunny side up <laughs> co-host. Rich. Yay. Yay. So um uh you're listening to the Geek Chat. We're here. Um well we're getting ready to go on our break. So this is our last show uh for the summer uh, for the winter break. So we will be gone for a couple weeks. Uh, but please stay tuned for all things uh, Geek Chat related on our Facebook group. Uh, you can join it by searching The Geek Chat uh, on Facebook and join the fun. Uh, you can always check out all of our stuff that we've ever done uh, on SoundCloud. That's all three seasons. You can check it out on SoundCloud. Uh, ch- search The Geek Chat. Uh, you can stream it there. You can also stream it at Stitcher, iTunes, Tumblr, Um yeah, so, uh, and, and you can also Instagram. look at Instagram, but you can't really stream things on Instagram, but you can look at weird pictures of Rich and I doing shit. Um, and then uh, <laughs> you can also go to uh, <laughs> YouTube. ITube, you can also go to YouTube. And iTube? YouTube. I was going to say iTunes, but then I already said iTunes. You did. So you can go to YouTube and search the Geek Chat. I wonder why and there's you not can an iTube. I'm, I'm surprised there won't be. There probably will be. I don't know. Um, but yeah, go to uh, YouTube, search The Geek Chat. Um, you can look at all of our stuff that we posted so far from from the third season. And you can uh, like and subscribe, please. Let us know uh, what you think about the stuff. Uh, we want to grow this channel. And even though during we're going to be uh, off for a couple of weeks, uh, we will be uh, giving you fresh content. And we will let you know uh, on the Facebook group when we will be posting uh, that stuff. So please Continue to stay tuned in, um, even when we're on break. We will have one more episode of the point five. We'll have one more episode of the point five um, uh, this Friday. We've changed the date because uh, we want to get ready. Because when we come back in in January, uh, Legends of uh, Tomorrow will be out, and we're gonna have a a show almost every week, almost every day, you know, of the week. And so we want to be able to give you all of that goodness. So. So Fridays is when we're gonna have the point five, and then the following Mondays we're gonna have the uh, the geek chat um, normal show, which is from six to seven. So please, please tune in. Why are you begging them? Hmm? Begging. Bagging, bagging. Begging. Bagging. I'm begging. That's not bagging. I keep forgetting your your appellation, so <laughs> that accent comes out a little bit. It's crazy. So alrighty, Rich. So since you were uh. not liking Secret Wars, what other book did you want to talk about? Of course I read it. So I kind of enjoyed, I, I did enjoy The Ultimates by Marvel this kind week. Kind of enjoyed. It was great. I, I enjoyed this book a lot. I thought it was uh, well done, beautiful to look at. So the writer, oh, it's The Ultimates number two. Al Ewing is the writer. Kenneth Rockefeller is the artist. Dan Brown is the colorist. And VCs Joe Sabino did the lettering. And in this... Galactus gets a brand new purpose in life, uh, which probably will not last more than a year, but I'm liking the direction. He poops out life. He is a life bringer. Yeah, they basically had him. They they made they reborn him. Reborn? They reborn him. He was he was rebornedited. I liked it. Eh. I did too, actually. I, I liked this team. Um, I think the the hyper science that Al Ewing is using is a bit much. Well, yeah. And um, but it's a comic book. Yeah. So I and it takes to you back to the Fantastic Four days when Reed Richard would be all geeky. This is definitely the new Fantastic yeah. Four type of book. I mean, seriously, they're the cosmic level threats that they're dealing with. 
Uh, I love that it's a it's an all minority cast, pretty much, you know, except for the token. But that's she's she, she's good. I like her. <laughs> well, she's funny. still a white woman. Mm-hmm. Still a minority. Well, yeah, it's true. You know, uh, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I I I was hoping that Galactus would actually join the team for some reason, but no. It w- they were just trying to you know change Galactus to make him from a world eater, and and he was reborn as a world giver. So. I don't know what that's going to mean, what it's going to happen to the rest of the Marvel Universe. I love Kenneth Rockefeller's art in this. Yeah, his art was really good. The page layouts, everything about it. Very really dynamic. Liked. Very dynamic. The o- again, the only thing that stood out for me was just the hyper science that he was going. And like it didn't really it didn't really make sense. I think he was playing it for that angle. Because you know, it's hyper science, so it doesn't need to make sense. As long as it's kinda plausible, it's fine. Um I did like I did like when he was going through like whatever kind of space when he was when black he was panthers who we're talking yeah about. when he was when black panther was was being shot across light years and he got to see we got to that was a great way to show um how he was tapping into galactus's memories about what happened to him and when he was turned into how he became galactus which is hilarious because at first i didn't think it was galactus until the end and then i went until the the end of that section and then i went back and i was like oh the the, the, the color scheme what he's wearing and i was you like know what else oh, okay cool. It's the same kind of tech, 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 the same kind of um, rays that hit the Fantastic Four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's little things like that See, that, I'm that not made a total, this book. Uh, this book made me a lot a lot happy to read. Yes, it really did. It did. Because you should see him. He's smiling now. It's, it's, well. It's scary, but it's it's nice. It's a, it's a, it's a cheerful creepiness. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a good I'm book. I'm looking forward to more of this book. But. I just want to know what the, what are they going to do next with it. Let's look talk. Um, but so another book that we enjoyed, uh, that I really enjoyed. I don't know if he enjoyed it, but I enjoyed it was. And you guys are going to probably give a shit for it, but I, I mean, okay. So Rich, uh, because he's a retailer, he gets to uh, listen to stuff or see stuff sooner than later, and so he got you know this book and he read it and he was like it was so good i'm gonna make you read it and i was like okay i hadn't really (laughs) thought about it but i was like fine i'll read it and i'm glad that i did because it was really fun it was uh batman and teenage mutant ninja turtles now sing that in your head because we're not allowed to by copyright uh we can say they're heroes in a half shell and they have turtle power we can say that um but yeah it was uh Batman and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's a co-story by uh, DC Comics and IDW Publishing. It's a six-issue miniseries. Uh, it was written by, which uh, which is which I thought was very interesting that it was written by him was a uh, James Tinney in the fourth. Sorry, yeah, the fourth. Uh, art and cover was by Freddie E. Williams the second. Who Colors, you love? Yep, was a uh, Jeremy Colwell and letters was by Tom N- Napolitano. Great interesting book i mean we don't know why they're in gotham but it looks like the the hand shredder the turtles and splinter. uh splinter were all transferred to gotham for some reason and they're trying to find a way home yeah. is what i kind of got from yeah, it we'll go with it but it was great like to see like the hand and they're trying to kill everybody and then like the turtles had to find a place and then killer croc was in it and killer croc fight the turtles i love how they got pizza and how they got pizza it was just i don't know it was just such a fun story don't you feel like the writer james tinney in the fourth like grew up watching the turtles mm-hmm. on he's the one that writes midnighter right no 
James Tinian writes The Woods. Well, he writes another book too. Well, he writes. He's a part of the writing team on Batman Eternal. Yeah. Anyway, thought it was great. What'd you think about it? I liked it. That's why I told you to read it. I luckily got the preview, the advanced copy from DC. They want you to read it so that you can um, base your orders and you know see how you can sell it. And I really enjoyed this book. I thought it was nice seeing the turtles interact with um, Killer Croc because how fun in their world they have mutated animals all around and now the first real uh, thing they go up against is Killer Croc. And it's um, it was good. I thought that the art really made it. I've been a fan of um, Williams for a while. His turtles look great. His turtles, he could be the new penciler on the Turtles book. His Batman is giant. That's my only, he doesn't go for the slender Batman. His Batman is all sorts of jacked up. It's the new 52 armor. His cowl has this weird shoulder pad things attached. And I think the the weirdest thing was the look of the new Batmobile was crazy insane. It looked like a cat yeah. mixed with some weird rodent. We were corrected in the chat. Thank you, Frank. It is the foot. The hand the hand is from Daredevil, and the foot was a uh, riff on the hand from... Uh, yes, I, I forgot. Thank you so much for I correcting us. Catch it. Thank you. The next one looks like Batman fights turtles. I know. Like you said, this is only a six issue miniseries. I want I want to see Splinter and uh and Batman. Who do you think would win in a fight? I mean it's four against one. Um that is if Splinter doesn't, you know, jump in. But who do you think would win? Uh well it's DC, so DC's gonna make Batman win. No, probably. You know, he's probably gonna do something or they're gonna fight and they're gonna have like, hey everybody, we have to stop fighting because something happened over here. Oh, you know, or or maybe they won't fight. I mean, maybe it'll be really quick and like they'll offer him a pizza or. Do you think uh, Batman eats pizza? No, probably not. But I'm sure he'll be he'll build a snowman with them if they ask. I hate you. <laughs> uh, so Rich looked in the uh, previews to see what's going to happen with the Ultimates because it seems like. And then you close the page. I did close the page and I apologize. So it looks like the Ultimates are going to be. Uh, the Ultimates number four. The Ultimates are heading. Story. To the very edge of everything that is and beyond. Destination, outside. But on the so way... Go outside. But on the way, they're going to have to deal with pan-dimensional parasites, rogue realities, universal systems, and an enemy from Blue Marvel's past. Yay! More hyper-science. I, eh. <laughs> For all you <laughs> pot smokers out there, there you go. You can just smoke some pot and read pan-rogue dimensional realities there you go parasites yeah. parasites. parasites parasites sucking on the butt of our universe that would you know what you know what i picture that i picture them going out and it being eternity in this big like white room like scratching himself because he has parasites <laughs> he's like ah there's a scratch in this damn these is, is jean gray in that white hot room no she closed it because she doesn't want to get him to get the parasites she's locked herself in the white hot room hey wait a minute i thought that uh cassandra nova dealt with bugs Remember? Well, she had the bugs too. Well, she had the mind bugs, didn't she? The mind bugs that she would put in people's brains. Yeah. But uh, but rogue dimensional parasites, you know, trying to attach itself onto eternity would be very funny. Kind of like what Doctor Strange is dealing with. Yeah, a lot of people are liking insects and parasites, parasites and slugs. Maybe they're the new zombies and vampires. 
Hey, I think people have a lot more of a of a grosser reaction to like insects and bugs than they do zombies, because zombies aren't real. Yeah, they are. I, I've seen you in the morning when we've, when we've gone to cons. <laughs> so yes, they are real, folks. Uh, next book we want to talk about is a new independent book that Ma- uh, image that image did and Rich. Got me to read it again. <laughs> I wasn't gonna read you it. You liked it. I wasn't gonna read it. Paul liked it too. I did. Kook liked it. This is uh, the so. This is a good book. So the and book it's computer generated, right? Oh, is it? I thought it looks computer generated. Oh, I like it. So the book we're talking about is Symmetry, created by Matt Hawkins and Raphael Ainko. Matt Hawkins is the writer. Raphael Ainko is the artist. Troy Patiri is the letterer, and Raphael Ainko. Oh, he just did the covers. Of course, there's three covers to this. So, when artificial intelligence became ubiquitous, humanity was confronted with a choice. Continue the endless cycle of violence or make a real change. So, basically, you're born, you're given an AI, that AI does everything. Tells you what to do. Tells you who to interact with. Tells you what to eat. Tells you when to sleep. Tells you everything you need to know. You really just enjoy life. Well, what happens when that reality shatters? You're going to have to do shit on your own. That's this book. Like, people are not accustomed to death. They're told how long they're going to live. They get to choose whether they're a male or a female. They get to choose their name. The only purpose sex is is to to pre-procreate. Yeah, I'm trying to say both words at once. Um, It was a very... I, I really liked it. I read it today. The art... It, it might be computer generated. It looks really good. Um, I thought it was interesting that one of the women on this world has a Power Girl boob window. That took me out of the story a little bit. You know what? I I saw the same thing. The I boob really window. did. It seems that's always the thing. It's like if you're in a if you're in a society like that, like they're trying to do, would you have no sexualized clothing? I mean, this seems like you wouldn't have that stuff There's because another boob window. Because it seems like why would you have that stuff? You know, I think it would be very plain if it's super highly advanced utopian society. It's like, eh. and sex is not, and, and and people are not objectified anymore. It's like, well, why would you have that? But yep. that was yeah, that was one of the things that kind of took me out of it as well. But the overall high concept of it. Was really inter- it's been really interesting. So, I, yeah, you know the what is it like? Uh, everything on the planet, uh, for the most part, is wiped out due to a sun flare. Yep. And so people are going to have to try to well, the AI, all the computer things are taken out. Well, not by all a of them flare. because you see it. The uh, you see like there's some that are still running around, and I don't know if they're they're, they're the one an ent- uh, electromagnetic pulse. Yeah. Is what took everything out? Yeah. But is it? But the people that are chasing them around and stuff. Are they like rogue AIs, or are they trying to continue to to? See, it was it was kind of confusing, but the setup I think was really interesting. Like I would really like to see this as a as like a movie or a television series as well. This I feel this this story has a lot of legs. Well, we know what happens to the well the main character right now. We know what happens because it's told in the past. Correct. You know, so but interesting. I, it's a good series. It's is it ongoing or is it uh, limited? Who knows? Yeah, I mean that's the weird thing about images. You never really know with image. You know what's going to happen. I know, but this is one book I would say to try. The number one was was really good. Yeah, and it's by Top Cow, of uh, uh, from Image. Yep. So yeah, ninety nine book, and you get a lot. I mean, it's a lot of pages for what you get. And it's just it's just interesting. You know, it's just. 
it's just an interesting and then the stuff in the back where it goes on about like you know you can what, go check these things out no no well it, it goes about it goes on about like you know what are what are people's like what do they actually need to survive what's a utopia yeah so it i don't know it's 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 a high concept book and that's fine um and i'm just wondering like what's gonna it piqued my interest so to speak so i'm, I'm very interested to see what's gonna happen with it uh Next book again is uh, that we're gonna be gonna be gonna be talking about is Avengers. Uncanny. Uncanny Avengers, uh, because again uh, we're in the third month of, of what's going on with these books. So a lot of the stuff, a lot of the the series or the first arcs are starting to um, are starting to uh, wind down because like you know the the Ultimates was only three, um, the New Avengers was only two. So I don't. How do you feel? So. How do you feel about these no longer six issue story arcs? They're more like two or three issues each one. Yeah. Are you okay with that? Uh, I don't know if I'm okay with it. I mean, I think it's just at this point, they kind of just want to like write so that if they need a change, they can. I think that's what it is. I mean, you can't really put a whole bunch of stock into a long, drawn out, planned story anymore because of how frequently um, events are nowadays. Oh, let's talk about that and for then, a minute. And then, and then uh, writing for the trades. So. so they've already announced, you bring up a really good point though. Maybe the whole thing is let's do two or three issue stories because we never know when editorial's gonna say, hey, guess what? You're going to be doing Road to Pleasant Hill or whatever it's called. That's the new Avengers. And then we're going to have Civil War. And all three X-Men books are going to have Apocalypse. So, again, it is hard to for a book to find its footing and establish itself and, you know, what the concept of the book is. And that might be why you and I really like books like Rumble and Birthright. Because they're not told in six-issue arcs. They're told in long form. It's a long story arc that we are getting involved and we care about these characters where the new thing with Marvel is two or three issues, brand new story arc. I agree. I, I, I agree. Um, I do think that image, though, is written for the trade. Uh, but how they do it is they leave so much open that they can continue the story. I think what happens, I think. I think a lot of a lot of uh, the comic books now, and I'm really sad to see to say this and to see this, is a lot of the stuff right now is just set up for another event. It seems like all the the, the other stories sometimes are just set up, and I don't like that. You know, it's it's, all, it's just like you, you it's like they they write a whole bunch of pages or a whole bunch of stories to set up a new event. The event happens, and they start from zero again. It's like this kind of like revving up, zero revving up, zero revving up, zero, and it's like and I just don't the the, the whole like just overarching thing. I don't know if that's going to be happening anymore. Well, that's really kind of sad by it. That's one of the things we like about Dr. Strange though. Dr. Strange has been, that seems to be one story with legs. Like we're trying to figure out who's trying to stop the magic. Yeah. But even that, but even that again only lasted, uh, the main story for that one lasted two issues because he was able to, to take care of those weird plague demons that was in that girl's head. And then we haven't seen hiding the hair of her again, which I was upset about because I thought she'd be showing up a little bit. Well, it's not Thursday yet or whatever day she's stopping by. But Frank made a good point in the comment section that um, it looks like there's contingency plans due to civil, uh, due to uh, secret wars. And I think that's really, that's probably, you're probably right. That's why they were like, you know, hey, you got to write a couple of issues just to kind of get it until Secret Wars is done. And then you can really start fully working well, on what can't you're doing. Well, they can because most of the books, 
all the Avengers books are going to be hitting starting in March. That Pleasant Hill crap. Oh yeah, you're right. They really can't because it's just like they're literally going from one event to yeah. another one. And I agree with Terry. Terry's like, please, just stop. You know, let we have some event fatigue. Let us, let the stories be. Yes, let them let them rest. Uh, so back to um, Uncanny um, Avengers. Uncanny Avengers. Uh, Cable's back. Jerry Duggan is the writer. Ryan Stegman is the artist. Richard Eisenhove is the color artist. VCs Clayton Cowell did the lettering and production. Yes, Cable has returned. Back from the future. And he has a talking tattoo. <laughs> he does. Uh, yeah, so basically the the plant man and human, uh, I guess these adventures fail. Cable comes back from the past and tells them, look, we have to stop this here and now. Rogue gets all pissed. Deadpool shows his face for some reason. I don't know. I don't know what that was about. What yeah. the... Was that like a... Was that he was trying to be serious. I know, but what that he shows his face when he's serious. That was stupid. This is his. That's his serious that face. That was dumb. No uh, amount of snowman building is going to stop him. He is serious. Just I don't know. I really want to like this book. Like I re I love the characters. I love the artist. I I what and the the reveal at the end that 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 uh. What her synapse girl? The guy is her grandfather. Okay, a why do we care? Because this is your third issue. I don't know who this guy is. This is the third issue that Snaps has been in. I have no idea who this girl is. Uh, the guy is. So what I'm thinking is what's going to happen is the next issue is going to start out is going to start out giving us backstory about why we should care about these people. Because we don't. Because we don't. And then there's going then there's going to be a um <laughs> there's going to be a uh uh resolution to to the whole thing because it, it said concluded so it has to be concluded at some point i don't know i just when they were like don't you recognize me i'm your grandfather and i'm like i don't fucking know who snaps this is either i don't know um this is one of those books i really 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 like it it, it has all the right check marks but i just it's leaving me very flat very flat i agree 100 percent. i love this artist I love these characters. I want Rogue. So they kn- they've mentioned Rogue's sickness in the Zero, and here we are on issue three. No mention. Yeah, no they nothing. mentioned it. Yeah, she when 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 the when the when I guess the cop exploded to release the spores, and his telegraphic tattoo said, "Oh, she's already been infected with it." Blah blah blah. Oh and yeah, so, they did mention and it. And so the uh, and so the the vaccine wasn't going to work on her or some shit like that. Or something to that effect. And I was just like, oh, poor Rogue. Eh, you know, but I don't know. Poor Rogue. Uh, I don't know. Um, good question, though, uh, that, that I have for you. Out of all the number ones that we've that we've reviewed from Marvel, just off the top of your head. You did this to me last time. Which one? Give me some warning. I have nope. no memory. Which remember? one sticks out to you? That's what I want you to do. Just which one sticks out to you? What number one sticks out to you out of all the Marvel number ones we've read so far? Quick. Which one? Which one? Which one? Quick, which one? I would. I don't know. This has to be one, good or bad. Which one sticks out? The ultimate. Okay, mine was um, extraordinary X Men. You mean extraordinary? Extra. Ugh, <laughs> all these. <laughs> yes, extraordinary X Men is the one that sticks out to me. I don't know something about that book. It's it's just. I know, something about the book is kind of fun. I know you, I know Ultimates is because you're looking at it right now, and probably because uh, you like uh, Kenneth Rutherford's art. So. I do. So, which is totally fine. Um, last thing we're oh, going to talk. Go ahead. I really ahead. liked. I really liked Thor's number one and Doctor Strange's number one. Yeah. 
So when you think about it, you're like, huh, there was a couple other ones. There's a couple other ones. There's um, been a couple really good number ones. I think Marvel is trying to give us stuff more spread out. And remember October, that was so many months away, was when they started. Oh, my God, yes. I really like The Amazing Spider-Man. That came out this week, too. That was a good book. Uh, that's a really been... Like, Dan Slott, he is such a great... I cannot wait to meet him. Like, I will meet him at some point. I liked this week's Amazing Spider-Man, too. I like that... It was funny, because I saw Mockingbird's new wings on the cover of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. last week, and I'm like, how the hell does she get wings? And then in Amazing Spider-Man, you find out how she gets wings. I liked that little part of... Good continuity. Yeah. <laughs> Good continuity writing. Now, if you could only have those in the TV series... Hmm. hmm. Yeah, a new Ward's gonna throw her out of a plane. He's gonna start flying. There we go. So he's like, he's, he's gonna be like, D- I remember doing this before. Ha ha! He throws her out. She like flies up. Says, Ha ha! I have, I have wings. I can fly now. She flies away. Except <laughs> in that world, in that universe, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Spider-Man didn't give it to her because he's only like what thirteen, fourteen. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a he's a youngins. Speaking of which, the new Spider-Man number one will be coming out uh, next month. It's the new uh, with Miles Morales, uh, Brian Michael Bendis, and Sarah Pacelli. So I'm really excited for that. Yeah. When you were talking about number ones, I'm looking down at that going, I can't wait for that. That's going to be really good. The the, artwork, the previews of the artwork for that looks really, really good. Uh, so again, these are some of the things that we're going to be talking about when we come back. Power Man and Iron Fist getting Another, a new number one in January. I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it. I'm going to love it. It's going to be great. Um I don't know. Just Marvel is just doing really yeah. well. You know what comes out this week? What? Squadron Supreme, I'll number re- one. I'll be reading that. And you know who's dead in it? All of them. No. <laughs> they Marvel gave away a huge spoiler who's dead in their first number one. Why did they do They that? want you to read it. Uh, who'd they kill? Uh, you'll have to find out when um, you come in on Wednesday. Ah, it's a spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to the new A-Force number one. That I'm looking forward to. Meh. Meh. I just want to see how they're going to make it in... Um, in the new continuity. I do not care for anything further with the Groot and Rocket Raccoon. No? No. I don't think any of them should have their own series, honestly. I think it should just be Guardians of the Galaxy. I understand there's a whole bunch of heat on them from the movie and the next movie coming out. It's unnecessary. Just think it's unnecessary. Well, we hope that you've enjoyed listening to us. No, of course you're not going to kill him for good, Frank. Hello. Oh, oh the person, yeah. Yeah, they're not going to kill him for good, please. Um... I was having a moment and you ruined it. Because I was responding to our 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 our, <sighs> our loyal listeners. Moment. Well, hurry up because we had to sign off. I just want to say I hope you guys have a fantastic holiday. Whatever you celebrate or don't celebrate, just know that back in January will be us two. Carmudgety. <laughs> we're happy. We're happy that you listen to us, and we're happy that we do this. Yes, we are. Um, so want to give a special thanks to our uh, sponsors, um, Club Card Printing, who prints all of our uh, fantastical, magical print ads. Um, you can go check them out at clubcardprinting.com. I'm going to give, give a special thanks to Gene Gilmet, who does all of our fantastical pictures of Rich trying to kill me, as always. Thank you, Gene, and congratulations on your new present. I cannot wait to see what magic you create on I it. Know. 
I uh, want to say thank you to Terry Miller, who is our mistress of the mix board. She makes all the fantastical sounds that uh, that you hear. And I also want to give a special thanks to our main sponsor, uh, Whatever Comics, located at 548 Castro Street, located between 18th and 19th in sunny San Francisco. Check us out online at whateverstoreonline.com and on Facebook under Whatever Store. All right, everybody. And again, continue to tune in to the Facebook Geek Chat uh, group because we will have more. But until then, we'll see you on our point five. Bye. Bye. Geek Shack. Geek Shack. Geek Shack. Geek Shack.